Should I talk into a specific sign? Try. Hello. Hello. Do louder. What do you mean? Like, say louder? Louder here. Where do I see if it's louder? Loud. Loud. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I guess it's either side, really. This is fine. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Are you going to give the first note? It's now. It's, you do it. Oh, no. What? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? That was really good. That wasn't so bad. It was low. No, no, no. It, it hasn't been a duet in some time. <laughs> Since the last time I was here. Yeah. Um, hi, everyone. I'm your guest host today. <laughs> I'm Sel- self-appointed. <laughs> self-appointed guest host. Host. Um, Russell Jansen and my my guest today as guest host is Reed. It is. Hello, thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> thank, thank you for being here. It's really because I forgot that I was supposed to have read the first hundred pages of Yvonne Rainer's book. Oh my! I've been teasing it on the pod for weeks and weeks. <laughs> well, later. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. it seems that we're going to be in a season of Russell Jansen joining on the podcast if we do indeed. Um, get into the book club portion. Yeah. And I know there's some listeners reading who've pull, oh, really? pulled out their books. Oh, no. no I mean, that's, that's great, but I now I feel bad. No, no, don't. Don't feel bad. Um, I'll do it. It's readable. It's very... It's, it's great. completely readable. I'm having yeah. a great time reading it. It's yeah. outrageous, in fact. It, it is interesting, like, the way that someone who is, like, was alive during that time writing contemporarily writes about their childhood it's like a different are are they writing contemporarily well i mean like so much of it is journaling from like the 40s and 50s where you're like why does she talk like that (laughs) right but i think there's but there's some but she's like a contemporary person that's right that's what's hard about it and we're confusing about it is that like i i see yvonne at shows right and they look like such a contemporary person. And so to read this, like, writing from so, so, so long ago. Like, I I read Eileen Miles' book, Chelsea Girls, mm-hmm. earlier this year. And there was something similar about this person who feel who I know of in a contemporary setting. They are writing about a time that feels like, like if you are, if you have recollections from that time, then you are, you behave Amelia. a different way mm-hmm. than how I, I recognize... Right. Your granny dying on pen 15. Right. Well, not quite that old, but... How old do you think that lady's supposed to be? Um, I'd say she was supposed to be born in the early 30s. Oh, no, because it's the 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 1990s. Well, it's no, it's the early 2000s. Okay. Yeah. I think it's 2004. So I think, I think she would have been born like 1920. Wow. Or earlier. Wow. Like born born during oh my god I can't born during born during the first world war. It's interesting to think that like that actress in fact is very old. Yeah, it's not like they made her to look that old. I always wonder that when there's an older actor performing something, are they can you really play up your oldness, or are they just like be yourself? (laughs) I think that one must have been like be old. Oh yeah, well for sure. The hills. Yeah, um, that was sad. No, it was wonderful. 
Well, yeah. I don't got... mean her character was sad. I thought it well, was her so... character was sad. She was so mean. <laughs> but it was fun when she went to the salon. I, I didn't even think she was that mean. Really? Well, you grew up in one of those families. <laughs> <laughs> she um, seemed mean, but she she was very critical and demanding. So, it just remember how like mean a... she was to her daughter. No. She was mean about her daughter. We about never saw her. her oh, no, you're right. She was mean right. to her daughter. I feel like, I mean, that, that, um, I guess that aging doesn't, like, quite make sense for me because I'm Anna's age. Or, like, when I was Anna's age. Was that when the show took place? When you were 13? Yeah. So about, how old were you? What year was it when you were 13? 2000? 2002. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I don't know. So that, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, but I feel like the mom is then, like, a little bit... She's an older mom, which I guess makes the grandma grandmother older. But, like, my grandparents are not as old as Grammy. Yeah. The one who dies in the show, you yeah. mean? It like, was, like, yeah. She's an, I don't know. Anyway. She was real old. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but, yeah, I feel like... I feel like the recollections, like, Yvonne Rayner's recollections of, like, the world that she was a teenager in feel so foreign and so separate from like the world from the this now but she i also think of her as being someone who's of this world now like of the moment both even yeah if you can believe it yeah which is i i feel like this is such a like dumb thing to say about aging but no but it is something that i'm struck by reading it i feel struck by seeing pictures of my child self in new york in the 80s i'm like what because that i was I was alive, right. and I'm still alive, and now New York looks like Disneyland. Right. Do you think New York looks like Disneyland? Compared, yeah. Mm. I mean, it was like just dirt and graffiti. <laughs> dirt, just like dirt roads. You let, basically, Packed it was just dirt. little dust bowls. <laughs> what are those called? Tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds. <laughs> um, it was different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not that I have like an attachment to the difference. Right. You know? Because I was just a kid. I w- I'm not like, remember when New York was great? You know, right. I, don't, I don't care. Like, if you ever see one of Chantal Ackerman's things. Yeah. Have you ever seen one of her videos? I don't know. Movies, films? I don't know. <laughs> videos. One of her videos, one of her YouTube uploads. Yeah. <laughs> she has one that's like correspondence with her mother or something. And then all these incredible visuals of New York in like the f- early 80s. Yeah. And we watched one of these during grad school, and I was like, what? Like, I was alive, and it looked and like that's that? Okay. That's what it looked like. Because it's like right. the old times. <laughs> Ye olden days. Right. Anyways. Yeah. I guess, like, when I came to New York as a kid, I did, like, very specific things. You went to the theater? Well, yeah, we'd, like, go see Broadway shows. You know, Lar Lubavitch, when we had him on the show, said that when he came to New York... You would, he would go to Times Square to buy um, clams for a dollar. Is that what you remember from, from your childhood? <laughs> like a shellfish? Yes. <laughs> Outside. <laughs> like a hot dog vendor, but clams. No. I'm not kidding. It was shocking. You know I remember nothing, but I remember that. I remember Buying, Lars like shellfish on the street in crazy. Times Square. That is, that is disgusting. Do you buy food on the street now? Um, let me think. 
it's been a long time, but I think I'd eat a street pretzel and I've been occasionally, I walk past anything hot dog, like a grape papaya or a hot dog thing. And I'm like, I would eat that. I recently got like an egg sandwich from a... Did you? Thing on the street. How you was know, it? I don't... What do you call that? Like the trailer behind a car that's yeah. um, parked on the street. That's good. I mean, it was egg sandwich. You know what I don't like? What? Egg sandwiches. Seriously? Almost as a rule. Like, unless it's excellent. But like, the way in which eggs are... Was it a fried egg? It was like half between, you know? Yeah, I know. It's hard. Egg I sand- think... That's like a great. What do you do? Was it just egg? Was it? I just got egg and cheese, but if but it's like, a bodega like on a Kaiser roll egg cheese no. and and bacon. I Seriously? find it incredible. They're always incredibly bland. There's like too much egg. I don't like it. I, oh. I like fried eggs on toast. Don't get me wrong. And if there's cheese involved, wonderful. But I don't like most eggs. But you wouldn't go to like, Bagel World or something and get an egg sandwich on a bagel. I'd rather get cream cheese and tomato on a bagel. Wow. Yeah. Did you ever have that... I can't remember who it was now. Oh, I know. Do you remember that Netflix show? I don't know that it was this show. It was something where they followed certain a different chef around every time. I don't think it was You're talking chefs. about the Christina Tosi one? Yeah, where she does the Pumpernickel bagel. Pumpernickel yeah. with the Pumpernickel bagel. Cream cheese. Scallion cream cheese. Bacon, bacon and, tomato. and tomato. Yeah. Haunted by it. I have had it because of her. Yeah, me too. It's delicious. It's so good. I always forget it's pumpernickel, though. But you know, I don't... Now, my bagel order lately is always just like toasted sesame bagel, scallion cream cheese, tomato, onions, capers. Oh, that's nice. I like capers. I don't... I'm like... You know, meat's not that interesting to me. Although we did eat fried chicken tonight. Yeah, that's true. We went to the Dutch for dinner. For the Dutch. We went to the Dutch for dinner. I, I do, like, think... I think maybe I'm just, like, not paying attention, but I feel like I'm having a little bit more trouble with words in the last couple of weeks. More tired. COVID brain. <laughs> oh, you got... Do you want to talk about that? Oh, I mean, I, mean, I got COVID. The I didn't say it on the podcast. Oh. Last, yeah, Is that were... something that should not be disclosed? Look, I don't know how people feel about it. I mean, at work, we're not... They don't disclose it. We're right, but you then told someone... Yeah, to, I, I texted Emily, everybody. kicked it right away. I was like, tell everyone. Yeah, tell the story, because people like to know about that. So... A friend of yours. A friend of mine... Who I spent a lot of time with one weekend. <laughs> That's dumb. The guy that I've been dating. Yeah. <laughs> I was going over to his house for dinner and he called me before I got to his house and he said, I, okay, well, the story starts a little earlier though. I love it. Go on. Go off, as they say, <laughs> as the youth. Wait, aren't you supposed to be talking more as the guest? I'm t- no. Now I'm telling a story. Oh, you tell stories. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, when Jack was here, it was mostly him, even with a guest. <laughs> Um, okay, so I, I like was having a stressed out on Friday. I was having a stressed out day because I was going to Thanksgiving with grandparents who are in their 80s or 90s and family friends who are older and there's going to be a small unvaccinated child. And on Friday, I was like, I feel stressed about getting ready to go home. And I called the guy that I've been dating and I said, can I just like come by and like talk through what I'm feeling stressed out about? And he's like, sure, come over, I have a break. It's kind. Yeah, I brought, like, I brought lunch, and we, like, hung out for 45 minutes. You brought I, lunch? Well, You're... you know, I picked up, like, a wrap. For for them and you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> and we, like, had lunch, and I, and I said, and I was talking to him about how stressed I was about COVID, and then he was like, oh, I'm so cold, and he felt very hot. And I was like, you Ooh, feel hot. Dear. And, he, um, and... But his, like, thermometer was broken, and he was like, I feel 
I feel fine. Does it, is it, remember the thermometers that go in the ear? Mm, I mean, I do know that thermometers go in ears, but. I remember when I was young, that was like a huge development. It was like, because thermometers went under your tongue. That was it. Am I using my thermometer wrong? Should I not use it under my tongue? No, no, that's correct. That's old fashioned. Yeah. But then they made the ones that have the little like beak that go into the ear at the doctor's office. And I was like, the future is now. The future (laughs) is now. Because they're sticking something in my ear and taking my temperature. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Way better than the tongue. I feel like there's something about the feeling of a thermometer in your mouth where it's like, I don't know how to describe this, but at times when I've not felt well and I've held on to something. Oh, sorry. I just grabbed one to to Reed's arm while he held tea. Trying to make me spill hot tea all over myself. Like when I I remember feeling ill and holding on to something and thinking it felt too thin, like it was supposed to be thicker, like holding on to the side of my bed Uh or like my bed frame. And I, and there is this like weird feeling of like the thinness of this piece of wood is wrong. And that's somehow tied to me feeling sick. And I feel that with a thermometer when you have like a thermometer (laughs) in your mouth, it's like, you're biting down on something that's too small. It should be bigger. And it's, and it's like a, it's like a feeling off thing. You are so insatiable, Russell. What do you mean? You only need big things in your mouth. <laughs> um, I, I don't like the feeling of the thermometer under the tongue because I don't feel like there's a comfortable place for it to sit. Right. And I'm always like, you know how under the tongue there's those like kind of um, like strings, strings. You know like what I mean? Ne- like neck cords. Yes, cords. And yeah. I'm like, well, the thermometer can't be under there because there's cords. Right. Yeah. And my tongue too. feels so tight. Like to go, <laughs> tongues aren't meant to go up. Wow, Russell. <laughs> I guess I can. Do yeah, it. you can do that too. Russell just lifted his tongue up, and I thought I was seeing like a reverse waterfall or something. It was so crazy. Anyway, can you touch your nose? Wow, that was easy. I kind of knew that that would happen because I feel your mouth is situated pretty close to your nose. Yeah. My, my great aunt had, couldn't stick out her, you know, like, you know, when you stick out your tongue and it's pointy, Uh huh. she'd stick out her tongue and it would just be like flat, like round. Like she couldn't stick it out. Is mine hard. pointy? Yours is like thick and. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. So, so the, he felt like a little bit hot, but he felt, he like, he felt hot but i felt him and he felt no no no. Other he way was hot he is hot but he felt cold right his feeling about himself existentially was right burr. but he was feeling fine and then the next day he went and ran a marathon because he's training for a really which long is so race crazy which is crazy he's doing a double ultra marathon? marathon which is like a double yeah he's doing an ultra marathon so then that and then i like went over because i made him i food. literally you i just like thought about what that means and i got so tired <laughs> I know it's like we we like never do anything active for longer than like two seconds yeah literally yeah. so I went over and I made him and like after the run and he looked like so depleted well naturally and I was like yeah marathon and then, sure. and then the, and then the next day we were gonna have dinner did you look around at other people and be like do they look crazy and and like... no no he ran a marathon by himself oh as part of training my like um, he, he ran a marathon because that's the amount of time he had to run in the course of his training for this later run. I can't believe it. Wow. Um, By himself. Yeah. Okay, go on. Okay, anyway, so, and so he looked depleted, but then after he ate, he looked better. Mm-hmm. And then the next day we were going to have dinner 
And before I got there, he said, I can't smell anything. Can we go get one of those rapid tests that you've bought at a drugstore? Do you know where to get them? So we went and got a rapid test. And then Which he, drugstore? We went to Dwayne Reed. Okay, so now you know Dwayne Reed has The Dwayne Reed by the decalb stop off the BQ, BQR, um, had like the cheapest rapid tests that I've found. How much is that? $15 for two, which is not particularly cheap. But, Sounds so cheap. But it's better than like, I've got them for like $25 or $30. Okay. Anyway, so he got one. He did it. Like immediately the two lines showed up that said he was positive. Pregnant. <laughs> He's uh-huh. pregnant. He's pregnant. So then, you know, I went home and I, I did a rapid test and it was negative. And the next day I did a PCR test outside of work and it was negative. And then I went in because the company is offering testing in the I mornings. I love this part of the story. This is my favorite part. <laughs> And so I went in and we're like, everyone's there to get tested. And I went a little bit later or something. And I, I was like, if, and if it was negative, I could stay at work. But I was like, I'm still not going to go into class because I know that then You've I'll expose exposure, people. Exposure. Like, why don't I just use an empty studio? And then if I still test negative in two days, then, you know, Sarah and I will rehearse and we'll do our Nutcracker show on Friday or whatever. Oh, no, I'm mad. Okay, because you reminded me of things. Okay, right. keep going. So anyway, then I went in and I did the test and they, they pulled me aside. They like, like, so if they, if it's negative, they, hand, I don't know. <laughs> is, is this keep illegal going. that I'm sharing this? No. Anyway, they, they, if it's negative, they hand you a slip of paper that says negative and then you can leave even though you don't need a slip of what paper. What color? It's just white. It's like a sticker. Aww. And then, and, but then they, and then the, the person who came out was like, we need you to take a test again. Oh, we need God. you to retest. And I was like... And I, they've, I've had to retest, or they've like come out before and said something to me, but it was because they had to redo my test. Right, they didn't but get this deep time it was up like, your nose. Or, you know, they didn't get a good, whatever. Is that how all these things still work up the nose? Yeah. Okay. Although Adam's here from Copenhagen and he's only ever had it in his throat. Fascinating. Maybe that's why Denmark has such low COVID. <laughs> <laughs> So then they said, so they said, you tested positive. We're going to have to test. We're going to do a whole other test. But meanwhile, you have to go sit in the isolation room, which is, which is like a, one of the pianist practice rooms. Okay. So I sat there and I was like, I fully have COVID. Just like, just tell me to go home. Like, but they did a second test and I, I had COVID and I went home and I'd like woken up. Did you feel sad? I mean, at that point, I was like, it was going to happen. And to be honest, I was relieved that I would not have to stress about like whether or not I was going to get extra, my family Extra, extra cautious on the way home? I mean, I always wear a KN95 mask, and I it was a not a busy time okay. on the subway, so I, like, didn't stand near people, but... Okay. I feel like I would just put more masks on or something. I, I mean, know. I feel like, like, how much more can you do than a KN95? You could put a fishbowl over your head. Yeah, I guess I exposed all those people in the subway. <laughs> but I did look in advance, like what, like what, like I, I felt like it would be worse to get in an Uber for 45 minutes. Totally, I don't know actually. But I stood by a door, you know, and then I, anyway, then I went home. And get I in the data scientists, figure it out. Yeah, I'd co- I, and then, and then like, I had like different little cold symptoms and I lost my smell, but... And now it's back. Now it's back. And I feel, feel very lucky and glad I was vaccinated. And here's the worst part. The, wor- <laughs> the worst part for Reed is that I missed my first two Nutcracker shows. So the tickets mm-hmm. that I got him for the show mm-hmm. were for someone else's Nutcracker. Stuart and I went to see the Nutcracker and you weren't in it. And that's hard. That's and okay. that was really hard for me and, and you. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. I've had, I've been, I'm still doing the Nutcracker. You really are. Um, what happens now on the podcast? Um, 
Oh, I was going to ask you to tell me a story about something. Can I tell you that today, the day that this podcast is released, it, is my birthday? I know. Well, that you. Well, maybe I should just introduce the secret topic. Oh. <laughs> the secret topic. I did plan a little bit. I did think about it. Because this podcast is being released on your birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. How old am I? Am I, do I really say? Of course. Yeah, 41. I, th- I keep nothing from these people. I don't know. That's true. You've like farted on the podcast. Have I? And said I farted. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> the secret topic is birthdays since it's your birthday. I thought that we could each talk about what our birthday, what like, like what our favorite birthday was. Mm. Like what birthdays were like as children. I mm. thought maybe you could talk about what a birthday was like when you're at boy choir school. Because oh, I feel like that was pretty oh. specific. <laughs> <laughs> Does it even exist? And then... And then I like one time my cousin asked a really good question Which on one? my birthday, Lily. Mm-hmm. She asked, I think it was something along the line of like rosebud thorn. Like what's something that you learned in the last year? Well, to highlight why, in the last year and what's why, something hard. Why you said year. rosebud thorn? What's that? It's that's like a, it's like a, <laughs> a prompt, a, a talking prompt. So like if you're, if you're doing some sort of, if you have some sort of experience with someone, like if you're on a camping trip, like my sister, that I think would do rosebud thorn when she led trips for uh-huh. Apogee. So rosebud. it'd be like, so you, you say like, Citizen what was Kane? a rose from today? Like what was a highlight of today? A bud, something that's growing and then a thorn, something that was bad. So something you say, it's growing, you know, like a bud. Wart. It's about to No, like a feeling about something or like something that's new. Okay, so will you help me if, like, okay, so you kind of know, like, what my days are like, so... Right. So, okay. like, let's say, well, okay. So, let's say, like, a rose... So, the rose was dinner. The rose was, like, the fry, fried chicken dinner. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the bud? The bud was... I. You told me that you're, like, developing a good relationship with the, with some of the team of the oh, yeah. Okay, of, I like that. Yes. Um, and then a thorn would maybe be that you're like completely exhausted after your day of work yesterday. So something tired. Like that. So tired. Yeah. But, it, but it has to be about the whole year because it's your birthday. Well done for knowing me better than I know myself. <laughs> <laughs> but the first, but, but because, but let's start with kids, like childhood birthdays. Okay. Do you want me to go? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Here. So my earliest sort of sense memory of birthdays as a child is just they're so blended into Christmas celebration. Oh, right. right. It is so close. So I don't remember the feeling of, like, contempt towards Christmas or anything like that. I think I just, like, overall enjoyed the festive nature of New York. And, right. And my mom would have a Christmas tree. Would you go see the windows at Zach's and Bergdorf's? No. Oh. My mom had been a window decorator for some time, but that wasn't part... We didn't go uptown. Ever. Except if my dad was taking us to like Central Park or the school. We did school trips to the Museum of Natural History and right. stuff. But we were downtown family. So um, I think we probably went to dinners at my mom's friends' houses. I did just fart on the podcast again. <laughs> I did. Speaking of. Um, so yeah, for some reason, I don't have a specific memory of a birthday until I'm like turning eight or nine. Does that seem crazy? Is that too late? No. And I remember the first, like, organized birthday party that I can remember. I was allowed to invite a group of 
children from is either third grade or fourth grade. Don't remember. This is before boy choir. School. Yeah, this is elementary school, and I invited like six kids from my class, and my dad and his then girlfriend Lisa took us ice skating at Woolman Rink in Central Park. Mm-hmm. And then we went to her apartment, Lisa Bright's apartment on Park Avenue. And we, she lived in this little apartment. We had some kind of like birthday meal. And I remember there was an Italian boy in my class who spoke very little English. He was like a little kid exchange student. I don't know why he was <laughs> at PS41. It must have been really hard. Um, but I guess I liked him because mm-hmm. I invited him to my birthday. And he, I just remember ketchup on his face. I just remember he's really like insatiable eater. Happy birthday to yeah. you. I think there was macaroni and cheese or something. Mm. Um, and then after that, I would have gone to boy choir school right. when I was nine. So boy choir school birthdays were generally like, oh God. And this is also a little hard to remember because I think we basically were like singing the Christmas end of first semester concert like on my birthday every year Mm -hmm. so it was in and around that time but for birthdays in general they would bring a bag into the dining room and I think at lunch the adults would be like today is Jeremy's birthday or today is so-and-so's birthday and you would go up you get to pick something out of this bag and it was just like a generic bag of gifts for children and you would get a gift and I guess often parents would send care packages mm-hmm. that would include birthday gifts, things like that. And I do remember one time Jeremy, a boy named Jeremy, who was from Nova Scotia, went up. Well, they said, today is Jeremy's birthday. And Jeremy looked super confused. And he went up. He was like, it's actually not my birthday. <laughs> and they were like, well, it's, that's what it says in your, in your paperwork. And he was like, nope. And then how the, old do you think? Was he? Yeah. He was probably seventh grade, so like turn, okay, turning okay. 13 or 12. And the, 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 the problem was that in Canada, they write dates differently. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, his birthday was like August 10th rather than October 8th or something like that. Yeah, you did that so quickly. Well, that's my birthday. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, interesting. So that's like childhood birthday. Right. I, it's not, it was never a huge deal. And my mom does not have, she does not have the ability to remember the, my birthday. The, oh, okay. the date. Of. Like she'll forget. She doesn't know my brother or my birthday. Wow. To the date. So I think at the time, that's when it started to happen where like I'd get a call in the wrong week of right. my birthday and I'd be like. Well, Around when you were at boy choir school. Yeah. And into high school, it'd be like, it's almost your birthday, right? Question. Right. And now I just, I'm like, it's fine. Right. Was, I, was it a big deal for you? Yeah, because we were, like, my birthday's in August, so we usually we're in Maine. Cause One friend... of the only person's birthdays I can remember you, August 10th. It's a beautiful day. It's like a beautiful idea of number. Yeah, it's a good good birthday yeah, day. Yeah, August 10. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah. What's the year? 1989. <gasps> Even in the same decade as me. I know, amazing. Can you believe it? Yeah. yeah. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Um... Yeah, so birthdays growing up, it always happened while we were in Maine. So right. a lot of times, like, a lot of family would be there. Is there a place called Invermere in Maine? Invermere? Maybe. Interesting. I don't know where that came from. In, how do you spell it? Invermere, like the painter? Yeah. I don't know. I think I went there with boy choir school when I was young. Oh. Might not have been in Maine. Somewhere else. Um. So we'd be up there 
and I don't, I guess like early birthdays, you know, we were all, when we were, when you're young, it's like a birthday is an activity for all children, not just the one whose birthday it is. You know, it's right. like a fun, let's all do fun things. So we did, oh, that reminded me of something else that's a fun story, but it's not my birthday. That's yeah, okay. But anyway. Keep it, keep it, remember it. What? Remember it. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm remembering. Um, yeah, so my birthday, I, what I remember is that I would always start crying when people sang happy birthday. Like I didn't like people singing me, singing happy birthday. You didn't, oh, it wasn't, you weren't just moved? No, no, I think I got really, I don't know what it was, but every time they'd sing happy birthday to me, I would like burst into tears. And I think I was uncomfortable, like I didn't want people looking, I don't know what it was. I don't think I didn't like people paying attention to me, but I always cried when people sang happy birthday to me. <laughs> so moved by that for some reason. I moved to hysteria and also like, it's very sweet. And my mom always made like a big deal out of um, our birthdays. My sister's was New Year's Eve. Oh my God. But it would be different because Isabel would always have like friends' birthdays because we'd be in Philadelphia and then I'd have family birthdays. And I'd, like, you I was, cry like, when your family would sing happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, I think I just cry at happy birthday. There was a lot of crying going on, wasn't there? Yeah, I cried a lot. In a, in a hysterical way? Were you out of control, like Maya? No, not like... So- I don't know. I cried. Did you have tantrums? No. You just, like, got upset. I got upset, yeah. I think I'd get overwhelmed and I'd cry. It's very much who you are, still. Yeah, I cry a little bit less now. I should hope so. <laughs> But, and then, like, as I got older, like, I would get, you know, I get to choose whatever food we'd have, and it was usually, like, pasta with pesto. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's nothing better. And my mom um, makes these, would, like, make these really great birthdays, and it still does, if I'm with her on my birthday, makes, like, a, like, a classic lemon birthday cake Mm -hmm. with white icing, and then she decorates it with candy from the penny candy store on vinyl haven but she decorates it as a scene so like one year she did like a medusa mm. medusa out of gummies she's done like underwater scenes i think Isn't there was that, like didn't we have we made lemon cake for your birthday this year or we made lemon meringue cake yeah right yeah yeah is that but without be- gummies is that because nostalgia no i just thought that one looked fun and it was the exact cake your mom used to <laughs> No, she made like a reg. It wasn't lemon. Maybe it was you lemon. Said I lemon? did say lemon. I don't know. I'll ask her what it was. It was a joy of cooking cake recipe. We can find it. Yeah, but she always decorated with scene- gummy scenes, um, and and still does that. We did it for my sister. I sometimes. don't want to have a gummy on my cake. Do I? That sounds. That's weird. great. Really? Yeah, because then there's like, like a little you- mochi kind of moment. I mean, like. Not do you eat most. it in the bite with the cake in the frosting? No, you like pick off the candy and then. Oh, eat, yeah. is it just like buttercream? Not buttercream. Buttercream is, like, too rich. It's something less rich. It's, maybe the lemon... Maybe it's a lemon icing. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. And a white cake. Cheat cake. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that would be... Those were my birthdays. And then when I was eight, my family got a dog. I, like, we found out I was getting a dog. We were getting a dog oh, on my God. birthday. That uh-huh. was the... That's huge. I really wanted a dog. Was your sister like, what about me? Well, it was like the family. I don't know. Maybe it was a family dog, and I had been. The- I was the one who like really wanted it. So I think oh. we were like, we're getting, we're getting a dog. Was Isabel like, what's a dog? I mean, what is she? <laughs> two years younger? Yeah. So we were like eight and six. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. So did you pull a dog out of a box? No, no. Thing? It was a card. That's, I always wanted yeah. to pull a dog out of a box. I always wanted to be in a situation where you're like, why is that box moving? And then and like then someone a gets a dog for their, you know, celebration. Can you imagine? 
Yeah, it's in every movie I've ever seen. I right? guess so. Lady and the Tramp. Is that what happens? I believe so. I haven't seen that in... It's been a long time. But decades. I think I have weird sense memories of it because it was one of the VHSs we had. We I, had... We, right. You want to hear the list? Yes. Lady and the Tramp, Alice in Wonderland. We had Alice in Wonderland. Um, the Land Before Time. Mm-hmm. The Explorers with mm-hmm. River Phoenix. Did you ever see that movie? Oh, no. I thought you meant like the Explorers Down Under, the animated one. No, no. Um, that might be it. Um, we had a lot E.T. Of... Oh, that's fun. My mom would cry every time. <laughs> every single time. We had a lot of VHSs of like Disney sing-alongs. So there was a lot of Disney movies that I remember, I know specific songs from very well, but don't actually know the rest of the movie. And The Lady and the Tramp was one of them. Do the sing-along movies not include like the exposition? It was like, like s- songs from multiple movies oh, all on one VHS. Interesting. So it was like the Aristocats. Yeah. That's all I remember. That's it. And the only. <laughs> we had some, like, Winnie the Pooh VHSs. Oh, and we were talking about birthdays. Oh, so, we're going to get back on yeah, track? Yeah, yeah, back okay. on track. Because this podcast Secret topic has is a not really VHS. strong structure. Totally. Um, so what's... What Did is you your... hear what I said last week about this podcast? No. Did you hear it on Instagram? I posted it. No. I posted a soundbite because I recorded the podcast and I was so sort of, like, desperate for content that I just started calling people. <laughs> Oh, is that when you called me and I didn't pick, didn't up? pick up? I was like, oh, okay, Ross is fine. <laughs> and then I called Jack and Jeremy. I called Stuart. Stuart, I think, might have been the first person I called, but he didn't pick up. But then he picked, He called back uh-huh. at the end. So then you had we, a call in. We had a call in. Uh-huh. And we had a little chat at the end. And then, so of course, Stuart listened to the podcast right away on Friday because, you know, he loves to hear himself talk. <laughs> <laughs> and. He, he wrote me a text that was um, the lines that I had said because I was trying to describe um, the podcast groceries and I was sort of like, um, I basically was like, oh, it is an odd premise for a podcast. And then I was like, well, I'm, <laughs> and then I described the premise of this podcast. Which was, what, how did you describe it? Obviously, I don't remember, but wait, is this my phone? I just read about a podcast that sounded really good called Soul Music. What's that? That I think has been on the BBC. I think it must have been a radio show. But it it's like focuses on different pieces of music and through mem- people's memories of them. So rather mm. than like evaluating a piece of music on its merit, like musical merit, it's like the emotional attachment or right. experiences that people have had with it. And it sounds like a really great. All right. Do you think they'll have us as guests? <laughs> after um, this but together right together. Obviously. so this what? is what I said because Stuart wrote it down and sent it to me he said the premise of this podcast <laughs> is tired middle-aged art person tortures <laughs> listeners by not preparing episodes but keeps releasing episodes out of guilt <laughs> <laughs> I think I did say gay arts person tired middle-aged gay arts person are you middle-aged well I mean if I live to be past 82 that's you know, true it's really old oh this is the middle-ish, right? I guess, yeah. I hope it's the middle for a while. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Thank you. I think we have a <laughs> skewed idea. People like to say they're middle-aged when they're in their 50s, and I'm like, good luck with that project. <laughs> I mean, I hope you don't make it to full, you know? <laughs> to hundred percent. If this is 50. Um, um, well, oh, next question was highlight. What's a highlight? Like, what's your highlight birthday? I have a couple. Or what's a highlight? Yeah. Okay, I'll do a couple. Okay. When I turned 20, 
four or five. Mm-hmm. I had just, I would join the Alberta Ballet. It might have been my, it was my first or second year in the company, which means 24 or 25. And we were, we always toured Nutcracker. And so we were on tour, I think in Edmonton and we all stayed in these like hotel suites with kitchens and my friend Lee, who can't keep secrets, the whole day was like, what are you doing tonight? She sort of kept coming up to me and be like, are you busy tonight? I'd be like, well, Lee, I don't know. It's, we should have birthday dinner. She's like, yes. I'd be like, okay. Did, did that mean you thought that something was going to happen? Or well, that- yeah, I was like, Lee. And she was, I was like, is there something that I need to know about? She's like, no, mm-mm, no. Just don't make plans. Yeah, don't make plans. <laughs> and so at a certain point in the night, I was in my room, and Lee and my friend Alexis came and got me, and they just sort of walked me to someone else's room. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a surprise party, because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I knew. And my friend Alexis gave me a pair of green Converse. Cute. I remember that. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Nice birthday. Um, and then last year, when I turned 40... <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> I did for a moment forget that that day started with you, but that it did. And I met you uptown. Mm-hmm. And where did we meet? Right by the shoe store. Oh my God, incredible. So I was picking up my Belgian shoes that day From that mom, were just prepared for me. You had remembered that your birthday was happening around that time. Around the time. And... We met there, and you had brought me jam-filled donuts, and then we ate them as we walked in the bitter cold, <laughs> and we went to, did we look at windows? Probably. Yeah, we looked at windows Which were... at Bergdorf Goodman. Yeah. Remember, like, somehow metallics or something? Yeah, it was like Some metallic mirror like numbers, right? Oh, exactly. Or Happy New Year or something. And then we went into the park, we walked around, we ran, in, we were going to do a listen to music thing. No, but we couldn't figure or was it that out. a different day? No, no, uh, that was that oh. day. I know my phone was dying and we couldn't figure it out. Yeah, and then there was a moment where you had to use the bathroom, and I was like, "My God, it's the winter," <laughs> and then we it was snow. Yeah, and then we met Cassie. Where did I, we, where accidentally. Did I, I feel like we were by. Th- I think I just peed in the woods. No, 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 no. You went in a bathroom. Oh, in the castle. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. I don't yeah. Know. And then actually, we ran into Cassie at the castle. Yeah. And she ate a donut. Did she? Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Or her friend. Did. And she always remembers you from that day. And she's always like, oh, your handsome friend, Russell. And I'm like, you don't know Russell. She's like, yeah, I met him at the park. I'm like, oh, right. Because <laughs> my birthday. <laughs> and then you were having dinner with her that night. That's right. And then I'm, I imagine I went home in between. Because did we do anything beyond that? Beyond the walk? I think we just walked. And I probably went and just kind of like freshened up at home. And then I went and met Cassie at her apartment with, and I wore my shoes. But I didn't put them on until I got there because snow. Not the green converse, but your nice new belt. Oh my God, can you imagine if those still existed? They're probably in my closet. <laughs> um, Cassie, Marissa, and her, and Cassie's husband, Jesse. And they made a delicious meal. And I brought Claire Saffitt's Bundt Cake, which weirdly was very dry. It was the driest version of that I've ever made. Mm. And I had just the nicest little COVID 40th birthday that I feel like I remember beyond most birthdays. <laughs> except that I had except to tell you except what the whole, happened. Except the whole first half. Except the whole first half. Yeah. And I also remember the birthday when we had Chinese food and you and I got manicures before it. Oh, yeah. I feel like we got really boring nail colors. Oh, yeah. I got, like, nude. <laughs> yeah. I'm not... <laughs> 
Yeah, and then the last time we did nail stuff, we painted our own nails at your house, and my nails looked absolutely <laughs> bananas. Yeah. And I had to scrape them off. Mine looked great because I put googly eyes on them. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah, your idea, your idea. Um, what about you? Do you have an adult birthday that you love beyond all others? I really... Do you remember that year that I had my birthday at Doris, that mm-hmm. bar outside? I loved that birthday. That was nice. You that were was, in a great mood. I was in a great you mood. You were wearing a great shirt. Yeah. I don't remember what shirt I was wearing. The, like, Mexican people. Oh, yeah. The people shirt. Yeah. With the hats People shirt, stuff. yeah. Um, yeah, that was great because it felt like I just, I never, like, invite everyone that I know. And I think I just invited everyone that I knew and pe- only people that I, li- you know, only All people the, I liked came. Because everyone you know you like. Yeah. Everyone came. It was great. Um, yeah, it was just so nice. And, like, Josh's mom was there. Mm. And I thought that was, like, fun that someone's mom came that I was friends with. And yeah. people gave me nice presents that year. I was living with Ellie and Kristen then. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it just felt, like, really good. I felt, like, very loved that birthday. I loved you that birthday. Yeah. Thanks. Already. We'd been friends for a, while, a little while. Oh, no. That was, like, new. Mm, not really. It was 2016. That's true. But that was a good one. One year... I, I mean, I've known you for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One year, I think I was turning like 20 or 21, and it was me and my cousins and my grandparents up in Maine, and my cousins really like made... Like, I think we played like all the games that we'd played as kids, so like we had like wiffle ball with like the plastic bats. Do you like that? It was just, like, doing, like, nostalgia kid things. Could you... Were you ever good at stuff like that? Like, hit the ball with the bat? I don't think I was bad, but I didn't try. Could you catch a ball? It wasn't, like, traumatic for me to try. You have such a huge hand. I feel like a lot of area. How could you miss? (laughs) Um, And you have pretty good eyesight. Yeah, yeah, good enough. Um, And then my my cousin Lily made a chocolate cake with, like, blackberries on it. Do you like the movie A League of Their Own? Yeah. Do you know about that movie? I've what done some it? weird research. About I feel that like movie. I read about it recently. Well, you know, Penny Marshall directed that movie, and originally Deborah Winger was cast to play um, Dot. Is that Dotty? Is the that, Gina Davis character? Yeah. It was called her Dolly. And she know. pulled out of the movie right before shooting, and they like Gina Davis was like a last minute replacement. She's so good. Right, because they 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 came in and they were like, "Can you?" And you know, she's like full genius. Gina Davis, you know that? She's like mm-hmm. Mensa, whatever. She's like full genius. Oh. And so they were like, can you play baseball? And she was like, yeah, figure it out. And then like within a minute, she was like absolutely incredible. Really? Baseball. And like that scene where she catches the ball just with one hand. Remember uh-huh. that? It's real. In the split? Oh yeah, all the stuff. She really does it all. Wow. Isn't that amazing? That's so fun. Yeah. They're doing some remake of A League of Their Own. That's and Abby Jacobson's gonna be in it. I don't know who that is. Oh. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't know who that is. She doesn't it like she doesn't make sense. Right, Abby. Right. You have Abby and Alana. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. A leak of their own. The remake. Or it's gonna be a TV show or something. I don't I'll know. watch that. Yeah. But is it gonna be like taking place in the old times like that, like I World War Two vibes? I don't know. That movie is good. It's a great movie. Betty Spaghetti. Betty Spaghetti. There's like the kind of pageant woman, the blonde from the south. She's blonde. Mm-hmm. She's like yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Color. But she's not on the peach. Are they the peaches? Yeah, they're the peaches. They are the peaches. Right? aren't they? I think so. They're the peaches and then... They're playing against somebody else. Yeah. I read a great inter- Vulture or New York Magazine. Sometimes it's in New York Magazine and sometimes it's just in Vulture. They do these great... Like, What's Vulture? It's the like New York Magazine culture site. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. 
Is that true? Am I okay? Yeah. Okay. Is it okay that I don't know stuff? I mean, what is that an important thing I have to trouble know? absorbing things like that. Like, That's I know there's, like, these vulture charts where they're like, this is a good yeah. thing and this is a bad thing. The, high, the matrix. Right, so that does make sense That's to me. I'm putting pieces of a puzzle yeah, together yeah. right now. So, they do these Have you fun... ever been on the matrix? No. Have I? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I've seen Adrian on there a bunch. Justin. A bunch? Yeah, I feel like I've seen him a couple times. Wow, that's fun. I feel like Justin's been on there a few times. New York City Ballet, like, sure. as an entity, they make it. has been on they there. They make it, yeah. I, that would, I feel like I'd feel really, really cool if I was on the approval matrix. Like, I don't get any more, like, a thrill out of, like, kind of my name being in the Times or, like, a feature about me in mm-hmm. the Times. It's nice. But when, sorry, is that okay? Do I sound absolutely like the most entitled? I mean, it's, I mean, it's just a crazy thing to be able to say. <laughs> Whatever. It's the local paper, as I've said a million times. But when I, when somebody does an illustration of my costumes for The New Yorker. Has that happened a lot? A lot. And it's always a thrill. Have you framed them? No. Why not? They don't send them to me. What am well, I supposed to do? Because you go out and buy a copy and then frame them. I don't them. have that. They're online. Are you kidding? I'm not. No. This has happened several times. Next time it happens, you have to go, I'll go buy it and then frame it for you. Thanks, Russell. I'm going to go snip them out of the ones at the New York Public Library. For the- <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to s- snip out the, like, just the picture. laminated pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't even lay it. No, no, I'm sure they don't. Um... Anyway, Vulture has these really great interviews, and especially when there's, like, anniversaries of films, they'll, like, interview someone, like, I'm blanking on the actor's name, but the actor who played Miss Scarlet in Clue. Madeline Kahn? Yes, they interviewed Madeline Kahn about Clue recently. Like, they do these She's fun... Dead. We're thinking of different... Oh, yeah, we're thinking of different people. So, Miss Scarlet, Miss... She's not flames, flames, flames at the side of my head. Isn't that Miss Peacock? She's dead. No, Miss Peacock's older. Look, I don't know. Flames, flames. She's dead. The sexy one. Yeah, like, who's she's, that? She's alive. That's not Miss Scarlet? I think that might be Miss Scarlet. Okay. I don't know her name. I'm blanking on her name. I want to say I'm Anne s- Warren, but that's absolutely incredible. No, I've watched her and I. there's a great, like, I just watched a clip of her in... Anyway. What? Steph- uh, no, what's her Steph- name? Stacy? Stephanie? Stacy. No, Stephanie. Stephanie Bly. I feel like I should look it up. Anyway, they do like fun interviews, like looking back on things. Vulture? Yeah, and they did one with the daughter, the, the, one, the daughter, with the actor who played the younger sister, Gina Davis's younger sister. Lauren Holly. Lauren Holly. Yeah. Am I, right? I don't know. Yeah. Are you right? Lauren Holly. Tank Girl. Lit. Clue. Yeah. Oops. Clue. Did I listen to a podcast about League of Their Own or read a whole thing about it? Leslie Ann Warren. Thank you. Sorry, Leslie Ann Warren. What I did really I say? I did say something like. Anne. You said Ann Warren. Oh. Well. <laughs> I think. Well, I mean, I guess you can listen back and see what you said. We'll find Anne, out. We'll find out on Friday on my birthday. Of their. Um, okay. You were baking cookies? Not on Friday. On um the 19th. Yeah. I invited Andrew. Oh, great. <laughs> um, Let's just do scheduling. Right <laughs> That's what your new podcast is going to be called. Scheduling. Scheduling with friends. That is, a good, that is a good podcast. Um, I can't find it. What? 
who the actor is. What actor? Who was the younger sister. Lauren Holly. I'm positive. I don't see any Lauren Holly listed. In A League of Their Own? Yeah. Her name is Lauren Holly. And you know what else she's in? What? Tiny Pretty Things with Barton Cowperthwaite. Okay, this is the cast of A League of Their Own. Lori Petty. Lori Petty. (laughs) Yeah, they had an interview with Lori Petty. (laughs) So sorry. Lauren (laughs) Holly is in Tiny Pretty Things, but she's from something else. Oh, they had a great interview with Lori Petty. I'm so sorry. I was convinced it was Lauren Holly. Lori Petty. Lori Petty's great. People listening to this podcast who know about League of Their Own are screaming, screaming into their phones. Tens of thousands of people. Tens of thousands. (laughs) Um... Okay, next question. Oh, we're good more. Right? Yeah. The last more one was the oh, reflecting yeah. on this past year. Rose, Bud, Thorne. Oh, interesting. Can we go lay on the bed? <laughs> I'm so tired. Okay. You need to lie down while that Yes. Yeah. Reflecting on the whole year? Well, you, I mean... Will you go over it with me first? Well... Okay. A little? Okay. You tell me what happened. Um... What happened? Yeah, what happened this year? Well... We you we had started off with donuts. Oh yeah, okay. And then Christmas, COVID, COVID happened. Well, it was already happening. Yeah, but it was like you know that you got boost. You got oh, I went to Australia. Oh, you went to Australia. Oh yeah. Um, we what we did a piece at PMB. We did a piece in Singapore. We didn't go to any of those places. After Australia. What did I do the whole summer? Bard. Did you go to Bard? I didn't go there. Grad school. Grad school. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's really what you did. I did that for a while. I did that was like two months of the summer. Okay. So I think the rose for me of the year was was Australia. Yeah. It was just so nice. Yeah. To like be away from COVID for a few weeks and you got to go see a movie you had, like, I saw two people. movies I had dinners the the production the piece was like so wonderful to work on the company was so great you met so many nice I made people. friends yeah. I saw old friends I got to be with Pam a lot and David and yeah. it was really nice and there's other roses this year as well yeah. there's a lot of roses and what's something that you feel like is like emergent in your life right now from this last year Um, maybe something related to grad school, something about feeling more excited about accountability, feeling more energized about making a difference, feeling more emphatic about like doing things that are, that are right and not just good or not just beautiful but things that, like, make a difference. Mm. Yeah, I think it's more than doing things that are right. I think you're feeling, like, the work that you enjoyed, you've, like, tied it well to, like, mm, to, like, purpose, to, like, a yeah. product- productivity, like, being a productive force. Yeah, I do feel like yeah. I'm finding more language towards understanding the purpose of what I do. Yeah. Like, in the universe, at as opposed to just feeling like, oh, I just, like, do this 
right. thing, which is a product that is a part of right. dance. Right. It's, I want, I mean, I need it to be more than that as I get older. I like that. Thank you. And then Thorn. I feel like we shouldn't, I'll think of something happier to end on. What was, what was. Oh, I love this. Okay, Thorns. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Um, Thorns. Thorns, Thorns. Just ones, not Thorns, plural. Um, one Thorn. Well, God, you getting COVID and not doing the knock <laughs> Um, Thorn. I am, a, I am weirdly, my poor memory does make me an optimist because it kind of erases erases everything you don't want to remember kind of no that's good um can you think of something can you help me a thorn when have i been really upset this year um interesting one thorn i guess has been like a certain amount of like loneliness but like i don't know that that's very different Mm. than past years i feel like a thorn was maybe like you had a really down period after you finished grad school not that that wasn't like understandable or you didn't move through it about it you i think you were like really kind of like because you had so much work leading up to that last day and then there's suddenly like an absence of this thing that you'd invested a lot in and i think that you were like feeling I think you were feeling down after that. Wow. You don't, well, great. You don't remember it. You had no thorns. A thornless year is all great. It was all perfect. Yeah. But I think you were sad to say goodbye to people and yeah. you're sad that this thing that had been a part of your life for, I guess, a little over a year. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. But yeah, it's been, I mean, first, I think COVID has been really like profoundly debilitating for some people, but I haven't found it to be that way. I think it's brought me closer to some people in my life. And it's also, um, look, I don't really, I don't go out much. So right. that didn't change. <laughs> I like home time. So, right. um, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. What are your rose? No, no, no. It was your birthday. Well, I can't do that. We have to ask each other the question. No. Russell, what's your rose? Well, I, how about I tell that story instead? Okay. Because that, that was meant to reflect on your birthday year. Okay. So when we were kids, we, like the four of us, me, my sister, and my two cousins would be up in Maine at the same time for a little while. And my uncle Peter at the time did not have a kid. Seraphin's a lot younger than us, who's mm-hmm. my my cousin. How old do you think he was when Seraphin was born? How old do I think my uncle was? Mm-hmm. Um, 40, 41? It's my age. Yeah, you could be having a Seraphin right now. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> Why? Well... I mean, I don't know where my, you'd put the kid. It'd have to sleep in the bathtub. Yeah, which I think would be fine. It wouldn't know any better. Yeah, remember when Rat Phase Son slept in the bathtub at one of my parties? Rat Phase Rat Phase Son. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember when Rat Phase Son slept in the bathtub at my party? I mean, he didn't sleep in the bathtub. I but actually like the, don't remember this. Was I there? I'm sure you were there. Which birthday? It was in that apartment in Gowanus. No, I wasn't. Oh, no, it wasn't a birthday. It was like a holiday party. No. In 
I was. I'm I, sure you were there. I remember going to a holiday. Your mom was there. Maybe you had a birthday party. No, no, no. I'm. Th- it wasn't a birthday. It I was thought a about you thing. having a birthday party at your Gowanus house once, and I arrived, and your hair was very combed, and I thought, don't do that. <laughs> anyway, when we were kids, are you mad at me? No, okay. I am still mad at you that you pulled out that eyebrow. <laughs> oh, I told someone that yesterday. I was like, oh, I pulled out a friend's eyebrow hair the other day. They were really mad. Um, I. Okay, so we were in Maine, and it was like me, Isabel, Zoe, Lily, and Zoe, and I was probably like s- seven or eight. Okay. And Peter, when he would come, we like loved being tortured by Peter. Like we loved him, and we hated him because he'd like tickle us and torture us I and like scare him. us oh, and tickled. Yeah, and it was just like, but he'd also read us. Like he always brought books to read, and he was like. And they were like, Ugh, to be an uncle Peter. Yeah, he was. A, what he's. I mean, he's a great. He's a great uncle. But he would, you know, he would bring us books, and they would always be like, unexp- like things that no other people, some no other person would read us. Like sometimes I think he read us like Greek myths or the Odyssey or something, or you know, just he'd find a book at the sto- at the used bookstore that he thought was weird, and he'd come back and read it to us. Or he read us my family and other animals, all these different things, and. It was like a, he was so fun. He and Audrey were just like, who's his wife, were just like young. They were clearly living a different life than our parents who were exhausted with kids. And they were like had, they were just seemed like glamorous and like fun or whatever. So Peter, one time he was like, oh, I found this pirate book that I'm going to read. Why let's all like sit around and I'll read it to you. And he started reading the book and then after a page or two, he turned it and there was a, there was a map in the book and he was like, oh, look, there's a treasure map in this, in this book. Mm -hmm. It it look, it looks like, it looks like where we are. It looks like the (laughs) island that we're on. And that doesn't that look like, you know, granny and gramps's house right here. And look, there's balance rock because there's this rock that looks like it's balancing. Yeah. So basically he like planted a treasure map in this book that he was reading to us. Such an effort. And, and he was like, who wants to go find the treasure? And I was so scared that there were actually pirates. I was too afraid to go find the treasure. You're sobbing. You're like, treasure (laughs) map. No. Literally. My my mom had, my poor mom, too, was like, probably wanted to go with her daughter, who was like excited to like, and her niece, two nieces, who were like excited to find treasure. And I was like, no, they're pirates. So we like stayed behind. You didn't go. I didn't go. They like walked down the shore, like found the treasure box. And then I still insisted on get, I like still like fought over which pieces of treasure I wanted. What was the treasure? <laughs> it was all like secondhand jewelry and stuff. What'd you get? I got this brace, this gold bracelet that like, cla- you know, like snapped shut. Like you can open it. So it goes like this and then close oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Hinged. A hinged bracelet. And it had like, it was like gold leaves that connected. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. You still have it? It's up in a drawer in Maine, I think. Yeah. You should bring it out. I think it's time. To go I think with your it's dinosaur earring. To go with my dinosaur earring. I think it's too Russell small. Russell has a beautiful new flat dinosaur on his earlobe. From Claire's. For listeners with pierced ears, definitely go to Claire's. Russell texted me yesterday <laughs> and was like, I wish you had pierced ears. I thought, thank you. <laughs> well, it would, they would just be like fun to buy. You'd, I think you'd enjoy like Novelty being given. child's earrings. <laughs> being yeah. given like a le- lettuce leaf <laughs> earring or something. You're correct. <laughs> It feels like the kind of thing that would be fun. I do like little things. Little trinkets. In the box. Yeah. Um, When's your next Nutcracker? Friday. On my birthday. Your That's birthday. Right. Yeah. 
I won't be there. Um, <laughs> and then I have the Christmas Eve show. Oh my gosh. And then I'm done. Oh my gosh. That's it. Yeah, only three. No guestings. No, I was supposed to do one um, this past weekend, but I didn't think that I'd be up for doing for my knee's been feeling bad and and with um, not getting to really dance with COVID. Oh, we have one second. Oh, sorry about that. Anyway, I was just saying I didn't feel like after being in my apartment for 10 days that I'd be up for doing five nutcrackers in the span of four days. That's too many. So I, so I did not do any guestings this year. Joe did it for you. Giovanni did. But I thought that Joe Walsh did one. That was, a, that was earlier. Oh, he really enjoyed himself. Oh, good. Yeah, he and Fran had a nice time. Good. It's a, they're really lovely there. And Albuquerque is yeah. a nice place to visit. Okay. Yeah, I I've like been New there, Mexico. You know, I got stuck there once. I did not know that. So, now I have a story to tell. We were, I was, we were touring to Santa Fe, as my friend Jenna calls it, Sintafe. And we <laughs> were on a plane, and Cecily Campbell, who was in Shenway at the time with me, uh, her family's in Santa Fe, and it was like, they were going to host a big thing, and blah, blah, blah. And we get on the plane, we had a layover in Albuquerque, and for some weird reason, three of us didn't have our connecting boarding passes. It was just like what they printed us out in New York. And so Cecily and James and I were unable to board the next... You were flying to Santa Fe? Yeah, we flew through Albuquerque. Oh, weird. Why? Because it's like a a short drive. It's like a two-hour drive. Look, I don't know stuff. Okay. 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 So Albuquerque, um, we get out of the plane. Everyone's like, we're late. So everyone's running to get on the next flight. And they're basically like, well, you can't get on the flight. So do you miss the show? No. So Cecily is devastated because she's like, my family was picking me up at the airport. Oh, so sad. that's so sad. I know. And Cecily and James and I had to basically communicate with company management via phone. And they were just like, um, uh, find a hotel and we'll see you tomorrow. Because the airline switched our ticket to the next day. And so we just, like, found a hotel and we got, like, a a room with a living room and all three of us stayed in it. Oh, that sounds fun. It was fun. And we went out to dinner and then we just got up early in the morning and went to Sintafe. And yeah. Cecily's parents picked us up. That reminded me of the chapter in James's book where he describes, where he tells the story of, like, nightmare travel as a play. Oh, that was amazing. Wasn't that bizarre? It was It was bizarre. Yeah. God, that's a good book. It's a good book. Everybody read that book. Yeah. Christmas um, present. I, I recently saw that um, Gia Corliss listed Gavin Larson's book as like one of the best dance things. I saw that. And I'd like to read that. Yeah. Um, Maybe after we read the Ivana Rayner book that I'm not reading, yeah. <laughs> we can read that. We, yeah, we can do that. Gavin and I, our, our careers sort of like passed in the night in hmm. a way. Because she was, I feel like she was just leaving PMB when I was entering into PDs. And then when I joined the Alberta Ballet, she was just, she had just left the company. Oh. She really got around. And then she went to OBT for a long time. Mm. Anyways. So we're going to read that. I don't know what it's called. And then maybe I'll read Megan Fairchild's book. I'd love to have Megan on to talk on the podcast. She's great. As a person? Yeah. And a great talker. I think. No, no, no. I know. But I mean, like, I think she'd be a good guest. Yeah, me too. Okay, you have to wrap it up, oh, post. Um, this is the birthday episode for your typical, your regular host. Mm-hmm. 
I'm bad at wrapping things up. Um, I know you can do it. Happy birthday, Reed. Thank you, Russell. This is one of many celebrations, it seems like. Yeah, this is going to be a scattered birthday. Yeah, which is which nice. I like, I like it yeah. to be ongoing. Sometimes I feel like it goes on too long, birthday celebrations, but... Well. Great. Scattered be, it is. I'll be really happy when Kristen and Ellie get here and we, it continues. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a great day. It's over. Okay, well, I mean your birthday. I hope you're having... When you listen to this on Friday... When I listen to it. You do always listen, don't no. you? No. But listen. I'm, I might listen. I'll listen to this one. Okay, so when you're so when you're listening. So I'm not talking to you, Reed, who's lying on your bed. You're talking to future yeah, Reed. Yeah, future Reed. Happy Isn't birthday. That, I hope you're having a great day. Say bye. 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 Oh.